It is Tuesday, March 9th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we take a look at what average finish it might take over the course of a season to win the championship with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. We've also got details on another Bristol Dirt Test, news from the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and more, so let's jump in. We certainly can't predict the racing future in any way, shape, or form, and honestly, why would we want to? If we knew the outcome, the races wouldn't be fun to watch. But what is fun, I think, is to use the numbers to see trends and make inferences on the future based on past results and see in the end if we can get close. One of the big driving factors behind the analytics section of DirtTracker.com is to try and understand what's happening on track better by studying those stats and trends. Trying to better understand what it takes to win a championship, one of the uh, stat categories I've zeroed in on is average finish. At least with the World of Outlaws, winning races is great, and a driver certainly needs to do some of that to be successful during the season. It's not completely vital to winning the championship, though. One area that does correlate to the champion, at least in each of the last three seasons, is that the driver with the best average finish wins the championship. That might seem like a no-brainer, but in practice, it is not. For example, Tanner Thorson was a full-time USAC midget competitor in 2020, and of those drivers who ran full-time, he actually had a better average finish than eventual champion Chris Windham. And he was better by over a full position. But a combination of event formats and some bad nights for Thorson dropped him out of contention, and Windham won the title. What's even crazier is that Thorson didn't even finish second. Tyler Courtney, whose average finish was actually two positions worse than Thorson, finished second in the championship while Thorson was third. So depending on the series, this isn't necessarily an indicator of season-long success. But with the Outlaws, it does seem to be the case. Donnie Schatz in 2018 and Brad Sweet in each of the last two seasons both led the series full-time drivers in average finish for the year. In 2018 and 2019, Sweet and Schatz actually led all drivers in average finish, including those that didn't compete full-time. In 2020, though, Kyle Larson led the Outlaws in average finish. He was a full spot better than Sweet, but Larson did only run about half the schedule. In 2018, Schatz averaged uh, about a fourth-place finish for the year. Sweet was just a tick under fifth in 2019. And last year, Sweet won the championship with an average finish of about five and a half. What's interesting is that the championship average finish has gotten worse each of the last three years. And Sweet's finishes in 2020 would not have won him the title in 2019 or 2018. If you take that range of 4th to maybe a little worse than 5th and apply it to this season, we have three drivers currently in that range. Carson Macedo, Logan Schuhart, and Brad Sweet are all in that range or just a little bit lower. Macedo actually leads the way at 3.75. We're now obviously very early in the going with only four races complete, but it does start to give you an idea of what's necessary. Who can stay in that range for the full season and which drivers that are currently on the outside of that range can figure out how to climb back in. As the season progresses, keep an eye on that group of drivers and their average finish. It will be a solid indicator of who's in line for the title. And I do think this kind of three-year streak we have of drivers, uh, you know, of, of the championship drivers average finish going down, or I guess not going down, going up, I think that will probably be broken this year just with the level of competition. If you'd like to see more of these numbers, check out Dirt tracker.com slash analytics in preparation for the upcoming world of outlaws events on the bristol dirt the late model series competitors got their first look at the track last night a number of cars were in attendance for the test session including brandon shepherd ricky weiss daryl lanigan chase young Boom boom briggs dennis herb jr and blake spencer 
Around about a two-hour practice session with Ricky Weiss ended up uh, going fastest at about 15.266. If I remember correctly, I think Kyle Strickler was fastest at the last session a few days ago, with Weiss actually ending up about a tenth and a half faster than the high side tickler, uh, tickler did that night. If you missed any of the coverage, there are a few scattered videos on the Word of Outlaws Late Model Series Twitter account. If you'd like to see some longer stuff, uh, they have the full live stream video posted over on the Bristol Motor Speedway Facebook page. There you can watch coverage from most of the night. Competitors got a little time on the track in the late daylight and then under the lights when the sun went down. It was another fun preview, giving us an idea of what we can expect when racing starts for real coming up next week and then lasting into April. We know that the racing will be really fast, but I think the biggest question is still whether the track will widen out enough to see side-by-side racing. These single car sessions don't really give us a clue about what's actually possible for the racing. If we can get a top and bottom groove worked in, I think things could be really wild, but we'll just have to wait and see. The good thing for the World of Outlaws series, though, is they will have several race nights to study once it's finally their turn to race, um, and they can hopefully make some good adjustments to the surface if necessary. The Bristol Dirt Nationals jump off next Monday while the World of Outlaws events are still about a month away. Along with their season-long coverage on MAV TV Plus and select races on MAV TV, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series announced yesterday a five-race package for CBS. The Show Me 100 from Lucas Oil Speedway will air June 27th, the Diamond Nationals on August 28th, the Rumble by the River from Port Royal Speedway on October 2nd, the Knoxville Late Model Nationals on November 6th, and the Dirt Track World Championship from Portsmouth Raceway Park will air on December 25th. It's the first time in history those final four events I mentioned will be aired on CBS with the Show Me 100 entering its 11th year on the network. For more information on the Lucas TV schedule, visit lucasdirt.com. And speaking of Lucas, late last week, the series, uh, along with I-80 Speedway, announced that the I-80 Nationals and Silver Dollar Nationals will take place July 20th through the 24th with over half a million dollars in purse money up for grabs. Thursday's 53-lap race will pay $30,000 to win and $2,000 to start, and the Silver Dollar Nationals finale on Saturday night will pay $53,000 to win and $5,300 to start. Tim McCree was the I-80 Nationals winner in 2020, while Brandon Shepard is the defending Silver Dollar Nationals champion. All five nights will be streamed on MAPTV Plus if you cannot attend. Again, for more information, check out lucasdirt.com. Thunderbolt Raceway has been forced to cancel Friday's Kings of Thunder 360 sprint car event due to not getting the go-ahead from the local health department to hold the race. In response, uh, promoter Peter Murphy has added a night of Kings of Thunder action to Keller Auto Speedway in Hanford this weekend. The move makes it a Friday-Saturday doubleheader at Hanford for the 360 sprint car competitors. With the top four finishers from Friday locking directly into Saturday's dash. Friday's support division will be announced later. For more information on the weekend, visit racekingsspeedway.com. There's again nothing on the streaming schedule today except Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. And those likes and subscribes on YouTube are appreciated as well. They certainly help the show out. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those 
articles every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at dirttracker.com slash newsletter, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Thank you.